Hello, I'm Caitlin here with the Brown Pod, brought to you by Hastings College Center for Applied Media Arts, and I'm here with Senior. Courtney Lane. Today we're talking about stress of graduation, graduation of stress. Mm, okay. Um, kind of just everything that involves that. Um, we had a poll pulled up on our Bronx Pod Instagram this week and got a few responses with kind of just the stress of how you enter your 20s and everybody thinks you have to have every little life thing figured out. And we kind of just want to address that, calm the nerves before graduation, talk about future plans and society and stuff like that. So, First off, Caitlin, thanks for having me. So regarding graduation, I mean, knowing me, um, where I came from, I've always been the type to try to have everything aligned and planned out. Um, me being actually a fifth year here now at Hastings College, I felt like at the time, if you was to ask me this question five years ago, that I'd tell you that I'd have a set plan and what I'd be doing. Um, coming up to graduation, graduation is about three weeks out. I'm actually in a space where I don't have a direct plan. I'm actually what you, what society would label as um, a statistic, where it's like I don't have an actual route where I'm gonna be taken. Um, but first off and foremost, I know that's okay because you know, of course, I get asked by my parents. I, I have kids actually, so me being a father too as well, I'm always trying to figure like I have to have it all figured out at the same time. Me being 22. But when I'm looking around at the at the peers around me who has these things figured out and I don't, I sometimes could put myself in a place to where it's like maybe I'm far, falling far behind in the society. But then again, I think to myself that it's all about my time and it was my time. And once I figured out what's right, I can make those right moves. So I know being, like I said, being 22 nowadays, society does put this thing on us where we need to have it all figured out. Um, first off and off that, I want to let anybody know that you do not have to have figured out by this time and age. Um, don't let society and the media make it feel like you don't have anything valuable going on within yourself. Um, I'm a student athlete, you know, I played football for damn near 10 years. That's okay. And, um, <laughs> for damn near 10 years and, um, going on now, I honestly thought I was going to be going to the league of some sort. You know, I had big dreams of playing football, but, um, football kind of came to end up in for me this year. And I do have ideas of going overseas to play but that's kind of something I put to the side because I feel like I provoked and put so much uh, time to football to where now it's like I need to figure something else out going for myself so obviously coming here to Hastings College I came in here for a business degree um, with the degree I do want to open up a couple businesses but the main one is the gym right so that's an idea of things that I have been planned but those still things still run through my mind where it's like I'm uncertain so Again, back to the timing. I don't feel like the things that I have in mind is what's set for me right now, so I do need to take the time and be patient. Uh, I'm a big believer in God, and I do believe it's all upon his timing, so what's for me will come my way. Um, Knowing that society does have this big upload, this uphold, that we need to have it all figured out right now, I just got to continue on disagreeing with that. Um, Like I said, if you really know me and if you get to know me, I've always been the one that want to have a plan, but not having a plan nowadays is actually more okay. I don't feel as stressed anymore. I'm, my parents ask me, my friends ask me, peers from back home, what's your plan? What are you doing after college? You ready for graduation? What's the next route? Are you coming back home to California? All these type of questions. And the main thing I tell them is I'm taking my time to figure it out so I make the best move for myself and those around me. That was a lot. Mm. <laughs> um, that was really good, though. I think one of my main things about society kind of just coming on top of us is the fact that I feel like with the generation that we're in and I hate saying that because people put such a label on that but I think it's completely true because the way that 
our grandparents think compared to the way that we think is completely, totally different now. And I hate the fact that it, like, keeps me awake up at night. Like, we've been in school since we were three or four years old, nonstop, still going. And there's people that will still go after they're done here with doctorates and lawyer school and stuff like that. And I think it's just the fact that you can take a second to pause and just enjoy life because we wake up, we're going to school, we're going to get a career, find a family, reproduce, and that next generation is going to do it all again. And it just, it bothers me and it like moves me into a way that I guess I don't fully understand it. Like, I can't not say that I haven't sat there one day and been like, what if I just stop school right now and found where I wanted to be? Like, people talk about wanting to travel and wanting to see other places, and I would love to do that, but now I feel like I'm stuck in a position where that's just not possible because I've dug myself so deep into school now and I have so many things to look forward to that it's just society if you don't go to college then you're not doing it right and I hate that like you're 20 years old you have time and I feel like nobody finds the movement to actually enjoy life anymore and it sucks you know speaking off of that it does suck um especially my grandma our grandparents like you mentioned my grandma to this day she still bickers at me about how important it is that I get my degree, which I'm going to get in three weeks. Like I said, I'll be graduating. But I've always tried to stress to my grandma that it's not the way it used to be. You don't have to go to school anymore. I mean, of course, education is key. Education is very important. But you don't have to go to school anymore for 12 plus years, even longer. Like you said, people go for the master's doctorate just to get into a get a good job. It's not it's not graduate to get a good job anymore. It's, it's nowadays you can do these things with so-called social media, for example. Um, you're able to find so many ways to make valuable money to take yeah. care of you and yours that it's like school isn't the only asset to us. And honestly, speaking about school, I mean, we pay more to go to school than what <laughs> I'm going to make back out of school, you know? So I agree with right. you 100%. That's another thing. I know, like, in a lot of places, um, education is free and... It's definitely not here. And I also don't get that. Like, money is just a very interesting thing. To You can sit and talk and dig a deeper hole into that. But I don't, I just don't get that either. Like, you're going to pay to get an education for your degree that you're working towards. And then you're just going to go work a job that you might not even know you won't like or will like. Like, and then you're going to go work your nine to five. Like, I just can't wrap my head around it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I mean, to this day, I still kind of question, too, why it's so normal to go to school, get a good job, retire in your 60s, just to put your kids through the same thing. Right. It doesn't, there's no benefit. There's no change in the cycle. We're kind of just doing the same thing that we were taught. And you mentioned money. Like, yeah, it's a whole different topic we can go into. But it's like, when I do talk about money, I feel like it's as valuable as we make it. You know what I'm saying? It's not everything. You can be happy without money, you know. So if if we're going to school just to make money, we're we're going for the wrong idea, obviously. Because I feel like throughout college, me going to college for five years now, the most important thing for me was the relationships and the people that I came across, you know. Right. Yeah. Okay, kind of continuing on the topic of um – going into college or not I have she might hate me for this but (laughs) 
I have a friend back home. She's my best friend. We've been best friends since sixth grade. She's a great person. We kind of come from the same experiences, household, background, stuff like that, but we both went completely different ways, but still really close. Um, I was talking to her, I think yesterday, because she's like really in her head that she's not doing the right thing because she has nine to five job and gets off, goes home. And then we like talk about it and she's like, but you're in school, you have this, you have that. And I'm like, I might, but that doesn't make you any less valuable than what I'm doing. Like, I feel terrible, but there's nothing I can say to that. Like, you are accomplishing nothing less than what I am. I'm going to college. That's the path I chose to take. But I also got here because of wrestling. She was going to go to college and things just kept falling through and falling through. And then now she's where she's at. And she just thinks she's so much valuable than the next person that's going to college. But like, I understand that, but also I don't agree. And I don't know how to find that like good balance. Cause like, I could see how it sucks. Like she's back home. I'm like hundreds of miles away from her. I look like I'm doing better, but I might be in the same mental place that she is. So I just feel like off of that, um, honestly, I have plenty of friends back home, too, who I played football with. Um, a lot of them stopped playing football after high school or junior college, where I went to before I came here. They all kind of feel the same way. Like, this is a message to your friends and my friends, anybody else in this position. You guys aren't less valuable than us just because we're doing what society wants us to do. Um, going to college, going to do the schoolwork and the typical things that we're doing doesn't make us more accomplished than what you guys are. Honestly, I applaud those who didn't go to college and who chose to stick with what they believe is better for them because it's hard to say no to college because you feel like you're less behind. Right. Um, they have jobs already. I actually have a couple of friends now who are probably turning, barely turning 20, who have great jobs making 20 plus hours an hour, you know, and they're doing better than me. I mean, I have my own place. Yeah, cool. I pay my bills. Yeah, cool. But they're they're already established to where they're good with right. their job. They're making money. They're going on trips. They're doing the things that I want to do. <laughs> but I'm here right. paying bills, paying for school just to graduate and then figure out, okay, what am I going to do? So applaud to you guys. Keep going. Don't look at us as it's le- it's, it's more better because, honestly, I, I look at you all situation and says, wow, like, what am I doing? You know, I, I probably should have just got a nice job. But, again, I don't regret that coming to college because, like yeah. I said, I met a lot of good people here. But I don't want anybody that doesn't go to college to feel like they're less than because they're definitely not. Right. And I feel like that's the same with going to a JUCO or a community college. It's almost faster than going to a D1 or four-year college. And it's definitely less money. (laughs) But, yeah, I don't know. That, like, really made me feel bad. And I just feel like there's nothing you can say to make that better because she's stuck in her own little mindset. So, I don't know. Well, to your friend back home, to Caitlin's friend back home, <laughs> I hope you're hearing this one day. Um, I applaud you. I applaud you for not feeling like you have to follow the route that your friend's going. Uh, although you guys are as close as you are, I hope you guys crave that bond and even get stronger. But just know the fact that even Caitlin brought you up means that you mean something much more than just you're just a person back home who's distracted or shouldn't be around because they didn't go to quote-unquote college. It's, it's okay. It's okay, and I hope you keep going and doing what you're doing that makes you happy. Okay, so I also put um, a poll on my own Instagram, and 
I kind of um, asked people what their biggest worry was right now or kind of their biggest obstacle right now. And a lot of people had to talk about, like, trying to tackle, like, still having that, like, young life and enjoying the moments that are happening right now. Because you are in college. You're supposed to be the best for your life. Well, whatever. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. But... <laughs> um but also having that adult life because you're in like this really weird stage right now and I kind of just want to touch on that because I had a few people talk about um paying bills and going to school and having a job and balancing all of that but then also having a social life and then other people have sports and extra things going on and um a lot of people just kind of talked about how to find that good balance and I feel like I really personally just hit that path really hard like head on and I like um recently just quit wrestling and it was like okay well what do I do now so I got a job and then was going to school and I was like I still don't feel like I'm doing enough and then I uh bought a car so now I have bills I'm just got into a house so now I have rent and then just got into radiology school so now I have to prepare for all of that so like there's a time where I had like I was on E in my car I had no food I was struggling so bad mentally and I think I had like 95 cents in my bank (laughs) I just was not doing well and then got to a point where all this stuff kind of just fell into my lap. I got a job. I got a car. I have bills, but I'm making my own money to pay for those. Like, my parents help me if I need a little push, but at the same time, I'm doing everything on my own. I did get into school. Like, I feel like you said in the past, like, it's just God's timing, and I feel like I finally was able to understand that that's completely true. It might suck, but it's all happening for a reason and then it all just fell into my lap and like I feel like there's definitely still bad days but I feel like it's just patience like it might suck but you'll be okay and it just took me so long to actually understand that no that's deep and that's very strong of you to 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 even admit to that accomplish that first off congratulations on everything there's obviously more to come um but t- talking off, uh, skin off of that topic a little bit. Actually, no, I want to touch on this. You mentioned the fact that as we're as we're in this age of twenties, you know, now it's time to balance the social life to the responsibilities of a quote unquote adult life. Yeah. I always come across this thing when I do decide to get on social media, where it's like our twenties is actually the biggest, the best time to take the most risks to establish ourselves. Right. Majority, most most people, at least most successful people would say they didn't really get successful until they're in their late 30s. They say that they took all the risks in their 20s, and that includes school, that includes the job, that includes the bills, the cars, things that our parents might say it's not the right time to do. Right. Focus on school, focus on the books. But the fact that you're taking those leaps right now, got a house, get paying the bills for the house, paying the, uh, the bills for your food, the car, those things are preparing you for the future, you know what I'm saying? But for anybody who's not doing that yet, it's okay, like, there is a balance, like you mentioned, balance. And it is hard to balance, especially being in college, when you see your friends having fun, going out, hanging out, doing everything that you're supposed to do in the best four years of your life, right? right. <laughs> it's a statistical thing or a stereotypical thing, but 
once you do find that balance in going out, but also going to work, you'll then realize, like, this. that's really just what life is at the end of the day. Because even when you're a quote-unquote adult in your 30s, 40s, 50s, when you have your kids to yourself, right. you're going to have to work, but you're also going to have to enjoy time with your kids. It's, yeah. So it's, it's it's really just preparing us for what what's to come. Um, but that's, that's kind of all I really had to say about that topic. Okay, and then <laughs> another answer I got was a freshman that is coming in next year and it's kind of just you can actually probably really talk about this just because of football but um she's coming in and she's actually going to Kearney so it's a a little bigger than here and um she's coming from my hometown which is crazy so exciting um but she does not think that she's going to be capable to keep up with the other girls and like in her sport and stuff like that and I feel like I kind of felt the same way coming in to wrestling, but we also built it from the ground up, so it wasn't as scary. But, like, I guess any advice to any freshman coming in, rather that be school, relationships, sports, whatever. So, you can go about this two ways. I can <laughs> I can give the long advice or the very short advice, but I'm going to kind of give both. So, with the short advice, I'm going to say just start. And what I mean by just start is just come in as a freshman. Be yourself. Yeah. Your crowd, your friends, they'll gravitate towards you. The yeah. sport, if it's the sport-wise, you don't don't come in worried about being the starter or the best player or whatever it might be in the sport which you're participating in. Just come in with the attitude that you're ready to learn and be willing to learn. Um, okay, now my long advice, I would definitely piggyback off of what I just said. But come in, like I said, being yourself. Um, your friends, the new friends you might meet, the old friends you might lose – those things are going to happen. You mentioned earlier bad days are still coming as long as along that the good days that you have coming with you. So you have all these good days and a couple of bad days. That's life, right? So don't come in thinking that it's the hardest thing. You won't fit in. You don't know what you're going to do. You're uncertain about your major, your sport. You don't know if you're going to get a lot of play time or if you're going to like the team. All those things that you're worried about, the more you're worried about, it's not going to change until you actually start it, until you come in with that attitude that you're willing to just adapt and learn. Um, kind of going off of that, like me being from California, okay, I'm coming, I'm here in the Midwest and I'm in Hastings, obviously. I didn't come in here with the, the idea like I'm going to run this town, you know, although I come from a big city. But what I mean by that is I came in and adapted to the people that are around me, and I just was being myself. And those who liked me, liked me. Those who didn't, they didn't. And that's just a respect thing. Coming in as a football player, I didn't, obviously being a Juco transfer, I didn't have that attitude where it's like, I'm the best, I'm going to start. I just came in, did the same thing. The reason why they recruited me is what I came in here and produced. I worked hard, and I just got fortunate enough to earn my place. But if you didn't, that's still okay you still took that leap because it's, it's a very, it's a big step. So you said this girl is coming from your hometown. That's that's miles away. So if you're going to Kearney, I don't want you to come in thinking that if you don't get the best pos- the position that you want on, as your sport, I don't know what it might be. So I don't, I don't know about wrestling. Like you can't start and everything. But anyway, you coming in from your sport, you coming in with a sports scholarship, just come in with the, with the attitude that you're ready to adapt and work hard. And those around you, like I said, will choose to like you and those who don't, they don't. It's okay. You won't be liked by anybody. Um, try to just 
like I said, be yourself. It's very hard. It's it's, it's very hard to be because I'm trying to stay on topic about this, but it's very hard to just be yourself in society because it's always there's people who judge you, yeah. there's people who you try to keep up with, like you mm-hmm. mentioned. It so it is a hard thing, but then again, so is being of nobody, quote unquote. So I would say choose your heart. If you rather choose to work hard towards being you and just being yourself and growing, or you can kind of just choose to it'll be hard to be lazy and just watch time fly by and then eventually you'll be like me a fifth year hopefully not a fifth year but you know i've been in college for five years so time does fly by um don't come in with i have to be perfect coming with that i'm ready to learn like i said and it does fly by so make sure you take every day for what it is one day at a time and once you kind of do that your first few weeks it might seem like it's hard you might be late to classes you don't have to be perfect we're all humans and that's the thing, like, once you come to college, people do have this persona that you got to have it figured out. You got to be on time all the time, which you should. But you, you got to have money. You got to have the nice clothes, the nice car. The, you got to be in a perfect relationship. All these things that is, is just made up, you know. So if you didn't come out of high school with that persona, you know, I don't know who you might be, but then you definitely should come into college with that persona. You should definitely come to college as if you're just a freshman and you're trying to figure out your life just like anybody else. And last thing I want to say about that is there's no time limit. There's no there's no rush to figure it out because I've had teammates and even classmates who were 29 and older. And that sounds funny to say, but I have. I've had two teammates on my junior college team who were 29. In class, I had people who were in their 50s. And that just shows me that it's it's all on the timing. It's not It's not trying to be perfect and get it figured out right away it's, it's taking the time and if you need to i don't recommend but take time off Re- regather yourself and okay next time i go into college come with a better plan for yourself right that's kind of what i feel like um even if you like take that year off between like high school and college or a couple years again probably not the best idea but if you do i feel like it gives you more of a ground where you want to be, what you want to do, what you like, what you dislike. And I feel like there's people here that aren't going to figure it out until the end of their sophomore, junior year. And you sit with your advisor and they're like pushing you and pushing you to figure out what you want and what major you want and what you need to do. And it's like overwhelming almost. Like I remember coming in and touring the college and they're like, what do you want to major in? And I was like, I have no idea. I'm just here. (laughs) Like, I feel like that's also another really big thing. But again, it is with timing. There's people that come and change their major four or five times. But there's also your parents are 40, 45 years old and are going back to college. Like, it does not matter where you stand in life as long as you're happy and you feel like you're doing right in your own success. I feel like nobody can tell you less if that's what you truly believe. Yeah, I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree less. Um, with, for example, you talked about your parents going like going back to college, for example. So that's just that's just proof in the pudding. Like I said, with myself, when I came in as a freshman, my advisees asked me to, "What do you want to major in? What do you want to do?" And I actually had no actual idea to that. I just knew I, I like to make money. I like to I like to be a businessman, entrepreneur, right? right? But one thing that helped me, and maybe anybody can take this advice too, is if you can't figure out what you want to do, figure out what you don't want to do. And that way you can kind of just make the pros and cons about life decisions from there. I wish somebody would have told me that. That's good advice. 
I didn't know what I wanted to do for the longest time, and there's, like, days I still sit here, and I don't know if this is what I'm gonna like, but it's what's putting me forward, so that's also a hard decision. I think I was sitting in my radiology interview with a bunch of professors and radiologists, and they were like, why are you here? And I was like, uh, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) So I, I get that completely. So I guess don't really force yourself into anything you don't know you don't want to do. And kind of last thing off of that, like how I mentioned I play football, right? I obviously had the thought sometimes that maybe football, eventually it ends for everybody. Sports all ends for everybody, right? right? So obviously, like I said, five years ago, you asked me, what are you going to be when you're older? I would, uh, NFL player, right? right? Of course, because I had the dreams, the work ethic, everything that I feel like I needed. But I'm not here as a fifth year upset that I'm not where I told myself I quote unquote would have been if you would ask me this five years ago. And where I'm getting at is if you come in as a freshman with this plan, sometimes you might not complete the plan as way you wanted to, but playing football all five years of college, it definitely opened up plenty of doors for me that I probably wouldn't have thought about when my, my mindset was on football, right. playing football for five years. Like I said, I met great people great professors who I still talk to to this day from junior college and Hastings College. Um, the recruiting process is big too, but it, it led me down areas where it's like, first off, taught me life lessons, but it led me areas to where I'm like, okay, I can see myself doing this now. For example, coaching. I didn't think I would want to coach. Yeah. I, I have a passion for the game and I love the game that much where I'm like, well, if I can't play football anymore down the road, I wouldn't mind coaching it just because I want to help develop those kids who – or once like me saying, I want to be in the NFL, which is 100% achievable. Anybody in sports, 100% achievable. Don't ever think that you cannot become a professional because obviously somebody has to be professional, right? But if you don't make it there, don't feel like life, you're, you're, you're unvaluated now, that you're not as valuable or you're a failure, anything that society might hold against you. Um, I don't want people to put that dark cloud above their head just because what they have planned, again, doesn't doesn't completely fall through. With football, for example, I'll give you an example. It actually led me to, I just had an interview a couple of weeks ago, actually, to be a personal banker. Mm-hmm. Now, you might wonder, how did, what what is that tie into? When I had my interview, because they called me, I asked them, what about me made you guys want to contact me? And they just said about the things they heard about me, my leadership, my work ethic, my passion, the things, the way I'm able to adapt and want to learn, how I carry myself. And I was wondering, what does have to do with money in a bank? <laughs> but then I thought about it. I used, I was being myself and developing my personality involving sports, and that's what kind of got my name out there. Right. So, okay, although I might not be an NFL player, I have this door that just opened up for me that I had no idea was coming my way. They called me, like I said. So that's just an example. I'm just, I'm proof. Because when we hear these stories when we're younger, that sports don't last forever, that you will have to figure out something else, get a degree, I'm I'm proof that I, I went to college for five years. I don't have it all figured out. I do have plans and ideas. But, again, I'm still uncertain about which, which, which route I want to go. I'm still uncertain about what direction I want to turn. But I know I'm going to keep moving forward and keep going. So that's just my advice. Keep moving forward and keep going. So I wanted to piggyback off of how I mentioned the I took a different direction the alleyway when it wasn't football, but a personal banking position opened up for me. Um, 
I want to bring it back to like when I was a child. Obviously, like I said, I've been playing football for 10 plus years. And when my great grandmother, my grandma or my grandfather, who are dearly close to me, um, before my grandfather and my great grandma passed away, they were always on me about what do you want to do with your life? And football shouldn't be the direction you should be taking. They talked about the injuries. They talked about all the things that bad come with it. But main, one thing I want to touch on is my great-grandmother. When I told her, hey, I was probably seven years old, and I said I want to be in the NFL, she literally looked at me and told me, get real. <laughs> and she wasn't saying that I wouldn't make it. She was saying that that is a small chance. We all know the statistical less than what percentage of college athletes actually make it to profession. And with me, me being who I am, that 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 little small percentage is what I wanted to be a part of, right? But back then, I didn't realize her message wasn't to doubt me. It was just to let me know that if life doesn't go the way you have planned, Courtney, that if another door opens up for you, that is a blessing itself. Um, I mentioned the personal banking thing, and I want that to kind of be shown as these alleyways kind of align themselves with the path that I'm going as long as I keep moving forward. After football ended, I promise you I was devastated. I promise you I was I was depressed. I was going through all the phases because I'm like, is this really it for me? And on top of that, I didn't have my best last game. <laughs> I'm going to throw that out there right now. I didn't have my best last game. But I kept my head high. I realized that I do have more than I have potential in areas that I have more than I have a purpose. And if it wasn't just football, that's not what defines me. And speaking of defining somebody, I've always tried to make sure my my if you got to know me, you wouldn't know me as Courtney, the football player. You you know more about me because right. majority of times we know as an athlete, especially going through high school and then getting to college. When you say, hey, do you know Caitlin? Like, Caitlin, the wrestler? Oh, yeah. You don't say Caitlin, the radiologist. Yeah. You, don't, you don't say Caitlin, the one who came from where she came from. The Caitlin who has this siblings or this, you know, we don't talk about those things, the things that actually define us. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to make sure that I was, quote, unquote, more than an athlete. But I never, never realized what my great-grandmother was saying to me until it kind of hit. Like, that's what she was trying to tell me, that you might not make it to the pro, but I don't want you to feel like now you mean nothing to society because all the time, effort, the split, sweat, and tears that you put into it, that just shows that you can do anything you put your mind to. We all went through injuries. Caitlin, you're approved. You went through injuries, and we still chose to put our heart, blood, sweat, tears into the sport that probably might end one day. Of course it will, but might end shorter than we wanted to. And that's okay, though. That's okay. So anybody who's coming into college saying, you know, big goals, big dreams, first off, chase them. I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for everybody. You'll make it, you know. But if you don't, that is okay. You know, I have um, – I talk about it all the time. I have a cousin who's in the draft for this year. I have friends from junior college who are in the draft this year. And, you know, in the back of my mind, the thoughts were like, dang, that could have been me. Right. But I'm more like it wasn't supposed to be me. Yeah. You know, it wasn't supposed to be me, and that's okay. Right. I'm happy. There's 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 zero, zero hatred, zero envy in me, in my blood, where I'm more like I'm more excited to see them win and make it because that's what that's what it was for them and each person I, I mentioned the my cousin and the friends from junior college I remember their stories the junior college friends they were sleeping in locker rooms they they've had it hard and they they came from out of state you know and where I'm from is very expensive in San Jose California and the fact that they were able to maintain work and go to college and do everything they're doing to their best ability that's like that's that's nothing more but they earn it you know it's one of those stories that definitely should be told 
And I definitely feel like, yeah, my story should be told. But the thing is, why I went wrong is I was trying to write it my way. God had a different plan for me where it was like, as long as I listen to what he has for me, my story would be written correctly. But I was trying to make my own decisions and make the route mine. I wanted to control everything where it was like, I can do what I want to do, of course. I can do these things, but there's consequences to everything. And not to sound so bad about it, but when I chased and devoted so much time to football, I thought at a point in time, if I don't make it to the league, I'm a failure. Right. If I don't if I don't make it, then I can't provide for my two kids that I have. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't buy my mom the mansion that I promised her. I can't take my grandma and buy her the Mercedes Benz that I told her I'll get her one day. But I mentioned the personal banking. I'm like, that's money. That's that's and I won't open up a business. I'm I'm gonna learn everything I need to to manage my business and be successful. And you never know. My boys who make it to the league, they might call me and help want me to manage their money. You know, like there's so many different avenues and saying those things that just makes me genuinely happy because it's genuinely happy because it's like at a point in time I was probably in your shoes, this freshman who's listening to this, this sophomore, the junior college transfer. I was struggling. I still am. But it's the it's the fact that I keep going and I'm looking forward to what comes next. And I'm not upset that I didn't make it to where I wanted to. Because I mentioned I could go overseas and play. Cool. You know, that's a big accomplishment. And it's something that somebody would probably jump off the bat for. But I'm thinking, I think there's something else for me now. Because if I chose to just go overseas, I probably would have left school. Probably wouldn't even graduate. You know, and that's that's something that's going nothing but hold me back and put me in a position where it's like, it's it's you're doing all this for football where it's going to end one day versus taking a different route that can sustain and be a route for your kids 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 you know so long story short just when you can't make it in your sport when you feel like that you didn't make it where you wanted to if it's not sports say a musician if you couldn't make it to um the opera is that the professional thing i'm not sure what it is but i think so Opera's like singing, right? Right, right. You know what I'm saying? If, if you don't if you don't make it <laughs> if you don't make it where you want to, my point is just know throughout that process. Oh, I love this one. When they <laughs> they say the process is the best part of the struggle. You know what I'm saying? The struggle is the best part of the process. For sure. Not the destination. It's not always how you start and it's not always how you finish. Because I could tell you throughout my years of college. I, I want a state champion. You know, I'm a state champion. I got a ring. I got all that nice stuff, the accolades. But the thing I remember the most was the extra work, the the time coach had me crying for doing the extra, <laughs> for, you know, punishing us. Those things are the things that's valuable and I can cherish because then I can install that into my kids. But not only that, it teaches me life lessons that are you can't learn anywhere else. I mean, obviously you can learn it in your field. But for, for me, example, football, I, I use it as an asset to better my life. So, again, I didn't make it to the league. Cool. I got people going to the league. A win is a win. Yeah. A win is a win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think also, like, talking about that, um, I think there's, like, days where it's, like, even no matter what path you choose, there's always going to be, like, what if I picked that? What if I did that? Like, you talk about how you could have gone overseas, but you ended up staying here and getting your degree okay now it kind of sucks because you did have the opportunity but you had to let it go okay so you went overseas but now you don't have your degree so either way there's a win-win a lose-lose it it isn't gonna matter but I can also talk about 
things falling short or ending short. Like, I thought I was going to come up here and these were going to be some of the best years I've ever wrestled. And then my wrestling career ended right when I stepped in the door. Like, I got my concussion and little did I know I was going to redshirt my freshman year. And then a year later, I was going to kiss it all goodbye. But even with that, there's things that I've experienced that I wasn't going to be able to if I was in the wrestling room or I wouldn't have this job if I was wrestling. There's even if things do fall short or you have to say goodbye to things or another door shuts, I feel like at the end of the day, there's always something else that is supposed to be there. And that's why that other thing had to go away. I feel like it takes a lot to actually understand that too. Like, it sucked because high school was absolutely amazing when I was wrestling, but I also had bad days, but I also missed those bad days. So it's like I came here and I was expecting so much more, and then I lost it all. But at the end of the day, I wouldn't have half the things I do if I was still wrestling. No, that one right there, that's it. Um, to speak on my behalf of this too, <clears throat> me personally, I'm 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 what they say the broke college student. You know, <laughs> pay bills, I pay rent, insurance, grocery, you know everything, mm-hmm. everything, right? And the thoughts that I've had before, you know, like dropping out of school, which I do not recommend. Those thoughts came to me, you know, but. One thing sports taught me is, like, when it gets hard, remember why you started. Yeah. So, this, this I, I probably have every reason to pack up and leave and just put it all away. But I, I always knew, first off, it could be worse, first off. It could always be worse. Second off, every bad day that comes is an assurance that a better day is coming. So, without those bad days coming, it kind of would have felt like, what's next for me? When one door closes, two more will open up. Yeah, exactly. And that right there is like, it definitely took time to understand that. Yeah. It sounds sweet. It yeah. sounds simple. <laughs> but once you really get that, you'll then be, quote, unquote, unfazed. When life hits you left and right, you won't be upset. You'll kind of embrace it. Because um, I, I believe in when life tests you, you should always want to take that test and pass. When when it's a dark day and you feel like life is over, I feel like you should embrace that because those are the times you're gonna grow. You're not gonna grow when it's the, when it's nice and gloomy and shiny outside. Those are the times to shine. Those aren't the those aren't the times to get gritty and figure out life and try to control your emotions and you're overwhelmed but you have to push through to get these assignments done or you're really tired but you have this assignment due at eleven fifty nine. Those days are what teaches you life. Right. And you have to have them in order to sustain and be the best character who you're supposed to be. So I agree. Those those bad days are more beneficial than what we see because society definitely provokes as bad days are bad. Right. And like you mentioned, I don't know who I would be without the struggle. I don't know who I would be without these days where I quote unquote wanted to drop out or I quote unquote wanted to pack it up and give up because I'm like, dang, I got to pay these bills. So what am I going to do without those thoughts in those days? I mean, you might look at it and hear this and be like, well, that's unsmart, unwise of you. But I chose my difficulty because like you said, it's going to all come back. If I chose to go overseas, but leave school, 
that's 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 something that I got to deal with. And if I chose to graduate and not take the opportunity, that's something I got to deal with. So like I said, choose your heart, choose your difficulty. Yeah, I think um, I think this has also been my biggest growing year, just as like an individual. And I think this year has also like taught me a lot, just in the little span of being here again for the school year. But I like unless you know me personally, if you just see me walking around, you're not going to know deep down what happened that day or what happened yesterday. And I think it's the fact that like I get close to somebody and they learn my story. I've been through hell and back and I can tell anybody that, but you're not going to know that until you get to know me. And it's like it sucks. But at the same time, people are like, oh, you're so strong. I can never go through what you did. But like you could and sometimes days get hard where I don't want to be strong anymore but it's like time's not gonna stop you just got to keep fighting you just got to keep going and it's like I hate the things that I've had to go through but at the same time I wouldn't take anything away because it has made me who I am and even if the past year I've dealt with so much I've lost so much I've been through so much hurts and it's hard but I wouldn't take anything away because now I'm in a huge growing phase where I'm 19 literally about to turn 20 I know more things and more personal level things than people do 25 26 years old and although it was hard I wouldn't change anything the short quote diamond in the rough you know um Going through things, I'm going to reword that. Growing through things is what defines us, like like what we're talking about. I believe that tough times don't last, but tough people do, right? Right. God gives his toughest battles to his strongest warriors. All these cliche things that you might hear, Caitlin and I are literally telling from our personal experiences, that's that's really what it is. And, I mean, it sucks to say, you might have to go through a tough time. You might have to be driving on the freeway and your car just your tires pop you know and you might feel like why me why me you know but it it's okay it, as long as the sun comes up and it goes up and down you you should be doing the same and i don't mean like your mood should swing up and down but i'm saying as long as the sun rises there's another is what did tupac say if you can make it through the night there's a better day. Uh, don't quote me from exactly what he said by that, but it was similar <laughs> to what he said in the song to dear and dear mama. But if like, if you can make it through the night, there's a promise is a better day, you know? So this can be for freshmen, sophomore, juniors, seniors, super seniors, super, super seniors, parents, kids, anybody like these are things that personally that we had to grow through to learn so we can just talk about it. And now we're talking about it. It seems normal. It right. seems like, you know, like, like you said, I have no regrets. We could have, there's could have been so many different decisions that could have been made off of the, the tough times that we felt at the time, but we just stuck to the path. You mentioned wrestling, like you basically didn't get a chance to wrestle, but you wouldn't take that back only because it made you who you are today. The people you met, the things you went through, the opportunities that you, you were given. And even this job, for example, like it just kind of landed in, not, I won't say landed in your lap, but it found you. Yeah. If you were wrestling, you wouldn't have this. Right. If I was overseas, if I was in the league, I mean, that's cool. But <laughs> I wouldn't be talking to you right here about this, you know? Exactly. 
And that's what people actually need to hear the real. That's what that's what they need to understand because we're 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 people. We're human. We're all actually connected in some sort of way. So if you feel like you have to have it all figured out and everything's gonna be perfect, I feel bad for you. You know, but once you realize that bad days are a reassurance, like I said, that better days are coming, everything should be fine, you know, everything's fine. It's nice and gloomy when you think about it like that. <laughs> oh. I feel the same way. Even if you really don't feel like you're in the right place right now with money, school, friends, relationships, your parents, um, you feel really alone right now, it's it's just your path. And at the end of the day, I feel like no matter what I've been through, I know I'm going to come home one day and my nice house and my nice car and my family, and I'm going to be like, it was worth it. Worth it. It was worth it. It'll be okay. I used to hate when people said that to me, but I know it will it'll be, be okay. okay. Don't worry. Don't think about it too much. Living proof. Living proof. It'll be okay. Don't think about it too much, cause I tell I tell a couple of my friends when I notice that they're struggling to this day. I say, the more thoughts you put into it, it's not gonna change the results. The results right. are already there. Right. So you thinking about it, overthinking it, it's not gonna change anything. You're just hurting yourself. It might just make it worse, to be honest. That is true. So it's like. The results are the results. It happened. It, I'm not going to say it is what it is because I don't really like that saying because no. you can always make things better, change it. But kind of say it. Kind of just like enjoy where you're at right now because yes. you're going to wake up five, six, ten years from now and you're like, wow, I missed that. But right now you're going to be like dreading the days you're waking up. But I feel like some when they're like, uh, what's the other, what's the saying where they're like, sm- stop and smell the roses or something yeah. like that. Just enjoy where you're at. <laughs> And, like, this is kind of switching topics just a little bit. But I want to mention that it's kind of going off the graduation. Mm-hmm. Me being the fifth year, I was supposed to graduate last year. You know, me being here, I won't lie, I was on the verge of transferring so many times. Really? I I mean, I can say this now, but this is illegal. I had coaches hitting me up, you know, and <laughs> I went through that process, you know. Right. And that's not, <clears throat> excuse me, that's not to brag, but that's just to say, I trusted first off, I trusted the process, but not only that, me being in college for five years, like you said, take time and smell the roses. I wouldn't take anything back for the past five years of my college. About to be graduating, I the the main thing I know I'm gonna think about the most is the people, the interactions, and the things that I did throughout the process. I'm not gonna. I'm. I mean, yeah, the academics and stuff, cool, but I'm the one thing I'm gonna miss is the one thing we're talking about, the struggle. Right. Because I, I know after this and further on forth, life's going to be as great as I make it, you know? Of course. I just won't have to worry about classes anymore, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? But that's 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 another advice I want to give to a freshman. Like, take your time. Yeah. Do it right the first time. And if you mess up, it is okay. And enjoy your th- enjoy the moment. Yeah. Like, seriously, enjoy Slow the down. moment. Slow down. Slow down. <laughs> There's no rush. There's no rush. Well, I think that was a good hour conversation. So um, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here. I hope you guys really enjoyed that one, even if it was more on a personal level and graduation and stress and stuff like that. But we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. So first of all, I just want to say thank you, Caitlin, for having me here. I was I was more comfortable being able to speak about the things that we've gone through. That way, I know that it's beneficial. It's beneficial to anybody that's actually listening to this. So, 
again, for anybody out there, just keep moving forward, keep going. Again, college for five years now, so graduation around the corner and I'm ready. Yes, congrats, by the way. Gonna miss you. Thank you. All right. Well, I'm Caitlin with the Brown Pod. Thank you for tuning in.